Welcome back to another episode of My Life in a Poem podcast. I am your host, Angelina, and on this podcast, we discuss poetry, codependency, trauma, healing, and the tea behind the poetry. So if you like all of that stuff, keep listening. Hey, y'all. So I wanted to come to y'all with an episode about shame and just everything that I've learned about it and how it has really shown up and answered a lot of questions for me. So... While I'm working with um, different clients at my internship, we are working with um, the issues of trauma. And a lot of times when trauma shows up, it is the emotions of shame and guilt that keep us stuck in those feelings of trauma. So with trauma, something bad will happen to us and it'll change the way we view ourselves view the world and it'll bring up a lot of feelings of shame and guilt so let's say for example a traumatic experience happened to you where um, one of your family members got diagnosed with a terminal illness and you know that's very traumatic for you like they're they're severely ill um is scary and you start thinking about all these things all these thoughts can come up for you thoughts of what could I have done how how could I have prevented it maybe I shouldn't have asked them to go out there one night you start thinking about all the things that you could have done to prevent it or maybe you start changing your worldview about the world itself And so you're like, oh, man, like the world is a terrible place. Like this is why you should just live your life like the way you want. You shouldn't care about anything or anybody else. Like whatever, whatever worldview you had, this can either solidify it or tear it apart. It could solidify the thought of, see, you should live the world. You lived your life the way you want to because you you could die any moment. Or it could deter it, you know, where you're like, the world is a safe place. And then this this severely traumatic experience happens to you. And now you're like, oh, my God, the world is nothing like I expected. Like, it just completely shatters you. So when we come from those places of trauma, um, a lot of shame and guilt comes up for us. And I've been listening to this book called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And she just talks about the antidote to shame is vulnerability. And being vulnerable is finding the right people to share these intimate moments with. And sharing with, in those moments, empathy. And so it's not oversharing because you're not just choosing anybody off the street or any old friend that you haven't talked to in forever and y'all don't even have a close relationship. And you're just calling them up. It's somebody that you've built a relationship with, you built trust with, and you feel like you need to share this with them. Because 
those thoughts of, you know, the world is a terrible place or I did a bad thing, whether it's you, you know, your worldview has now changed due to this trauma thinking the world is a bad place or whether your view has changed about yourself thinking you're a bad person, that, those thoughts, they actually do diminish as you share with someone. Like the act of being vulnerable, ooh, is so intense because once you actually find the right people that you have trust and built a relationship with and you can share with them, it's powerful. That is connection. Connection is what dissipates shame and guilt. And that is just a message that I have received from her book, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. It's actually free on YouTube. You can listen to the audiobook. It's an eight-hour read. That's something that I just learned so deeply. And it's really changed my life. Because I have been a person where I can definitely say, I've said, I don't need people. I don't need to confide in people. I don't I don't need people in my life. I can do it all by myself. Especially with this perfectionism trait that I have of, oh, I'll just find all the self-help books. And I'll listen to all the podcasts. And, you know, I mean, that can only take you so far because what it's all going to lead you back to is community and finding the right people and confiding in them because connection is so deep. It is so deep. Connection tells your mind and your subconscious that you belong because honestly, whether we want to admit it or not, we all as humans experience this human desire of wanting to belong and connectedness. So maybe even just joining a support group for trauma, um, getting a therapist, um, you know, or just finding people that have the same values or you know, calling up an old friend that you haven't talked to in a long time and, and sparking up a friendship, sparking up that connection again, and then asking them if they have space for you to confide in them because you need them right now. But that's very vulnerable and it's very scary to do so. And vulner- vulnerability is scary as fuck. <laughs> like listening to that book has made me so uncomfortable because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is me. I need to be vulnerable. I was trying to go through life without having to be vulnerable. Like I just could be strong. And she goes into so much detail about how we avoid vulnerability, the armor we put up. It's such a good book. So I definitely recommend listening. Another thing I wanted to talk to y'all about is shame that is imposed on us as humans. Um... In the culture we live in, and especially, well, I'm not going to say especially, but for women, um, shame looks like you're not thin enough. You're not tall enough. You're not dark enough. You're not light enough. You're not young enough. You're not old enough. And for men, it's you're not strong enough. You're not loud enough. You're not masculine enough. Right. And so if you're listening, all of those things, when they're being said to you, ooh, it, it strikes a chord in you. It doesn't feel good 
because we live in a world that has already told us that we're not enough. And what I've been trying to do is when I feel that, like when I when somebody insults me, because I get a lot, you look young or you look old, right? I, when I get those, when I get those comments, I feel very uncomfortable. But it's been liberating to listen to that book and understand why it makes me uncomfortable. And I realized that it's because I have received these messages in my life that I'm not enough. And if I'm not enough, then I'm not worthy or I'm not a good person or my value has diminished. And so then I have to look at that person and realize that no healthy person, no person that believes they're enough, that has their own self-worth will have to look at me and diminish mine. So I then (laughs) reflect empathy back to that person who is telling me I'm not enough because that person, they're experiencing shame. They're experiencing shame of not being enough and they're projecting it onto me. And so I've just been really been dealing with that, like making sure I do return empathy. And that that doesn't look like taking it or. Um, you know, telling them, I'm sorry that someone hurt you. It doesn't look like that. It looks like setting boundaries and telling a person that you're not going to accept that kind of language from them or you won't be talked to that way or walking away or not saying anything. Y'all know we got these internet trolls. People always commenting on somebody's photo, video, always got something negative to say. It could just look like not saying anything. And that's empathy. (laughs) That's showing empathy for yourself and for that person because you're setting boundaries. And you're not allowing them to affect you and receive whatever type of weird, um, backwards, double standard um reaction they wanted from you you're not you're not giving them that you giving them human decency and not engaging in that shame shame filled behavior and then of course when you walk away from the situation <laughs> you will think about it it will eat you up because this person may have struck a chord which i mean i there's no surprise that they did. It's, it's only human nature that somebody that's telling you you're not enough in the world that already tells you you're not enough is going to trigger you. But I just want to speak from my own experience when I've been dealing with that. I've just been really showing myself some self-compassion. I think that is what is the biggest um, antidote to not feeling enough. And that's Self-compassion, when I say that, I mean uh, telling myself that I'm a work in progress and that I am enough and just really giving myself some words of affirmation and loving on myself and also um, setting really strict boundaries with people and things that do not serve me and with things that do serve me. So making sure that I'm having a good relationship with myself and allowing what's coming in to have a good relationship with me as well. 
Whew. So y'all, it's been a very intense week. <laughs> Listening to that book um, has been very good. It's been awesome. I hope that you found this episode to sit well with you. And I will talk to y'all on another episode of My Life in a Poem Podcast. Bye.